You're listening to the Keep Writing Podcast, a resource for Christian writers who are ready to conquer what's holding them back. I'm Mika Maples, and this is episode 84, Get Into Alignment. I can't wait to give you an update on my new apartment. If you didn't hear about my excitement over moving to a new apartment, then go back and listen to episode 66. It's called Your Backup Plan is the Tell. In that episode, I talk about how thrilled I was to have found an apartment with four specific details that I was convinced that I needed. A garage, a patio, the first floor, and a convenient trash situation. Just go listen to episode 66, you'll understand. From the time I signed the lease for the new apartment, I raved to every friend who would listen that I had been so blessed, and God had answered my every hope and dream for a place. On moving day, I was giddy. The two moving guys were friendly and we joked and almost laughed as they were loading up and I was cleaning for the last time. Finally, I said one last prayer over my old apartment, smiling one last time at all the sunny brightness that had blessed me so much during the COVID lockdown. I prayed for the next occupant and then I headed out to the highway. Here we go. Oh, when I drove up, it was like the gates of heaven were opening when I pushed that garage door button for the first time. The angels were singing. The movers brought the first round of boxes into the garage. Lickety split while I stayed outside to make one last phone call from my car. Then... I followed them on their second trip and we went inside the apartment. Instantly, there were tears in my eyes. One of the movers asked me where to put a lamp and I just pointed because I was choking on the lump in my throat. It was dark in there. It was so dark. I didn't remember it being so dark. I was afraid to say a word to the movers or I would start to cry. Maybe I'm wrong, I thought. Maybe, maybe it's just all the newness. Maybe, maybe it's really light enough in here. I just need to get used to it. Then my mother walked in and spoke my fears. She said, huh, this is darker than your other apartment. She said it matter-of-factly, but it was like a wound. I slumped into the chair they had just brought through the door and I dropped my head into my hands. Okay, let me be transparent here because I truly think it will serve you. The more I let you into my thoughts and how I take my thoughts captive, the more you will be able to apply this little situation to your own life and your own situation, which is exactly what I hope you will do. So, I have now lived in this apartment for three weeks, and the top 10 unbidden thoughts that have been on repeat in my head are, number one, didn't God know I needed lots of light? 
That was not something I prayed about because I just assumed he knew I had to have it. Number two, I can't work in a dark place like this. I just can't. Number three, maybe I can ask the management to cut back the trees outside my window. Number four, how can I live here? Seriously, how can I be expected to live here? Number five, I wonder how much it would cost to break the lease. Number six, my plants are dying. Number seven, it's the sunscreens they have on the window. It's these stupid dark sunscreens. I'm going to ask about taking them off. Maybe I'll take them off myself. Number eight, I can't record videos in here or have Zoom meetings. I didn't need ring lights before, but now I do. My phone won't even work without a flash in here. Number nine, why did I ever record that podcast about loving my new apartment? Number 10, everyone who visits is going to think how dark it is in here and they're going to want to leave. I just know it. Sounds like torture, doesn't it? Well, it has been, and this is what all of our thoughts do to us. It's exactly why the Bible says, take every thought captive and make it obedient to Christ. If we don't, our thoughts will overrun us and we will become paralyzed. Yeah, I said it, paralyzed. I have personal experience with paralysis and I can assure you that the very worst kind is the kind that happens in your mind when you have a healthy body that is still able to move. It just won't. I took a break from recording podcasts, from posting on social media, from any other kind of productive activities. When my thoughts spin like this, I just don't do anything. And when people ask why there wasn't a podcast this week, I I blamed it on getting unpacked and other things of that nature. But Unpacking certainly wasn't what was going on because part of me was just sure that I was going to move. So something had to be done. And what I did was get into alignment. This next part is so huge. I'm going to need you to go back and re-listen to this episode anytime you need the reminder. I don't want you to get stuck like I did. I'm going to tell you exactly what I did to get unstuck. Right there on moving day, I really was about to cry and I didn't want to lose it in front of the movers who appeared to be a little stunned themselves because I'd been jovial with them a half hour before and now I was groaning in the corner like I'd eaten bad meat. Right in that moment, I asked God, to give me a word that I could hold on to. And he said in my heart, this is going to be one of your favorite places you have ever lived. Well, I mean, looking around, I wasn't so sure, but he said it. So I said it out loud. I whispered, God says, this is going to be one of my favorite places I have ever lived. And by doing that, I had just hung a plumb line. But 
If I were really going to take my thoughts captive, I was going to need more than a plumb line. I was going to need a weapon. The word of God is sharper than a double-edged sword. What from his written word would support his whispered word to me? Well, clearly, Romans 8, 28. God works all things together for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose. Amen and amen and amen and amen and amen. I refuse to believe anything else. For three weeks, that top 10 list of thoughts came at me. But I see the way my thoughts create my results, and I knew this could not go on. The more I thought, I just can't work in this place, the more I saw those very results. I wasn't working. No podcast, no writing, no nothing. The enemy was busy setting up a stronghold. Left unchecked, that stronghold would keep me locked away from everything God had planned for me. It was time to demolish it. If we want to be blessed, you and I have to stay in alignment with what God says. It is never going to happen any other way. So every single time one of those negative sentences entered my head, I whispered inwardly and sometimes out loud, nope, get into alignment with God now. God says, this is going to be one of my favorite places I have ever lived. Romans 8.28 is true, and I believe it. God works all things together for the good. All. As in all. By repeating the Bible, I had the throat of every wayward thought under the tip of the blade. And for a bit, the anxiety would cease. There were even times when I shortened the process of taking my thoughts captive by just saying, nope, get into alignment with God. How many times did I have to do this over the last three weeks? You got it again and again and again and again and again. But I still say amen and amen and amen and amen and amen. And guess what? Lately, I've been seeing a few things I had been missing because I was so blinded by this thought that I could only work in a bright space. And there are lots of reasons that this place is already becoming one of my favorite places I have ever lived. Truly. I have so much more to share with you about taking your thoughts captive. I think at least two more podcasts on this subject are on the way soon. Maybe even three, because learning how to do this has profoundly changed my life. So until then, how about I share the rest of that verse about taking your thoughts captive? It came from 2 Corinthians chapter 10. Listen to the words as I read it slowly. Let the Lord breathe new life into it for you. Though we live in the world, we don't wage war as the world does. The weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. 
We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. I was struck when I read, we do not wage war as the world does. The world, meaning that just your average everyday person, thinks the way to battle an unfavorable situation is to change it, to, to get out, to run away, to make the whole circumstance or situation different. But what Christians know is that it's never about our circumstances. It's always about the unseen world of our spirits. So how can people who are hurting in the body still be joyful in the soul? Only because they know that we do not wage war as the world does. There are some circumstances you will never be able to change. There are some circumstances that will always be painful. And yet there is peace even in the middle of the pain because we know that the circumstances don't dictate the way we live. The circumstances are not where we draw our joy. We draw our joy from the living God. And through his power, we demolish all the arguments that insist on saying that we don't have what we need. We do. We have everything we need. We have a good shepherd and we lack nothing. Hey there, did you know that your vocation is what you're paid to do, but your calling is what you're made to do? If you're ready to step into your calling, let's go. God is advancing the kingdom through Christian books. He has given everyone a spiritual gift, and it may be that one way you can exercise your spiritual gift of prophecy, teaching, exhortation, service, giving, organization, or mercy is by writing a book that will bless other believers and go places that you cannot go yourself. If you don't know how to write a book, put yourself under the mentoring of an experienced Christian author who will pray for and guide you. That's me. Join the Keep Writing course, an all-in-one online experience that I've created to take you through the process of finishing, publishing, and marketing your amazing book. Inside, I offer step-by-step -step lessons and weekly biblical coaching live. Together, we'll solve any problem you face in the name of Jesus. There's simply nothing else like this anywhere. So if you're ready to join us, go to nikamaples.com and click on the Keep Writing course. Get started today.